Maybe at work? In the car? Wherever you are. It's time for Geocache Talk. Whether you are at work, in the car, or wherever you are, we hope you enjoy this show about the great sport of geocaching. If you are watching live on YouTube, you can be part of the adventure tonight in the chat room and participate with others as they watch the show. If you are listening later, please give it a like and subscribe on your favorite podcasting app so that you can get all of the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. Uh, big thanks to the Trail Bugs for the music. And our featured patrons, I should say, big thanks to Trailbugs for the music if you're listening to the audio side. If you're on the YouTube side, big thanks to Baker Six Clan for providing <laughs> intro. And our featured patrons are Black Chrome, Super Nate, The Twonky, Burnt Turtles, Kazelli, Dragon, and Visiting Vet Tech, Acme Wildcashers. P0001, ADK Sarah, Eastern Girls, and our new patrons, Team Ewart, Practical Geocaching, Atreides, 78723, Tick Magnet, Log Work. Actually, Tick Magnet's not new. He's just back in the fold. Thank you, Mr. Tick Magnet. Log Work, Mika Put, and TT02. You'd like to become a patron? Click on the pay, click on the click ugh, click on the become a patron link on the front page of the Geocache Talk website, or you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk for more details. Patrons get the now famous blackout coin. Hey, you got his is there? All right, yeah, it's not in my Jeep right now. All right, good job. Um, and other geocaching items during the year, as well as bonus content and invites to special events only for patrons. Support levels start at as little as Bison Tube level, which is $3 a month. Let me welcome my co-host, Jesse. Good evening. I'm glad to be back. It seems like we haven't, or I haven't been on as much lately. Uh, no. Half the year, and I'm gone half the year so far. Either, so. Well, last week we had Super Bowl, which was a really good Super Bowl. Yeah. Congrats um, to the... Security great. I don't know what else happened, but uh, you know, I think there was a game too. But and then Shakira performed, and then there was more game. And, uh, I don't know. That that's all I remember from it. Shakira and J Lo. I think they said that was the uh, one of the highest uh, watched halftime shows. Not saying it's the best. That's for some other show, for some other podcast. But yeah, uh, I did see that. Um, but I do say that the commercial with Bill Murray and Groundhog Day, that was perfect. Yeah, there's some good commercials. They've kind of ruined it all, though, and uh, it kind of falls right into what we're talking about tonight. But you can get everything online now. So I know. you can watch all the commercials without watching the show and everything else. So, But that's that's for later, of course. But, um, yeah, it, but it was still fun. So, Yeah, yeah, very, very true. Um, all right, so... 
We have a new sponsor we want to mention tonight. Uh, our new sponsor tonight is Casher Ryzen. Casher Ryzen. Casher Ryzen is um, Daniel Flieger's uh, travel company. And Casher Ryzen is now uh, one of the sponsors for Geocache Talk. Looking forward to working closely with them uh, here uh, in the future as well. And we're looking forward to providing to all the Geocache Talk listeners um, opportunities and to um, to partner with them and do some great things with Cash Horizon. So we are very excited to have them on board and looking forward to that. So yeah. Daniel Flieger, what does that guy know about geocaching? Who <laughs> <laughs> brought him on board? The dude, uh, he's the dude. He is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, we've talked to him a couple times and we're all envious of what they've got going on. So. Yeah. Uh, behind the cash, uh, ask about it. I, yeah, we're working on that. We're, we're, we're in discussions about some uh, discounts, maybe not necessarily just for patrons, but also for listeners of the show. So um, stay tuned for that. That may be coming out uh, soon. So um, looking forward to that. So yeah, hopefully big stuff in the works. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, tonight's show, uh, we're going to jump right in to show 184, and we're going to welcome back to the show Angie Westfall, a.k.a. Geo Janji. Welcome back. Hey, guys. Hey, everybody. Uh, Angie, of course, part of the Geocache Talk Network, which mm -hmm. we thank you so much for. Uh, thank you. We're going to talk about some of the things that uh, you are uh, in charge of for Geocache Talk, for the blog. But we're all going to talk about a lot of different areas, and I think that's going to be fun. Um, as far as news tonight, we don't really have a lot of news. I do want to mention a couple quick things, and we'll jump right in. So, Scott, give me don't don't jump on me too quick. Uh, uh, also, you know, a reminder about uh, you know Mingo Texas Challenge, mm -hmm. various you know, upcoming megas, you know, please take a moment, go out there, spend a couple bucks and that all think about it. Remember it all goes to just paying for all the things that got to get paid for yeah. um, rentals. You know, the, you know, most places charge you for using their facility uh, for, for everything. Um, Mingo is uh, just, I've been doing a lot with Mingo madness and mm -hmm. there's a lot of great things in the works. A lot of stuff I wish we could talk about. Can we talk about it? Can we mention it yet? I don't think we can. Think we can. Ryan would shoot us, right? Yeah, Ryan, he's in the chat room too, so he'll know if we say anything. Oh, darn it. No, what's he doing here? He's watching. Yeah. Um, so, uh, oh, Tricast just wants to mention, yes. Nice post oh, yeah. background. Oh, yeah. Thanks to uh, Tick Magnet right there. <laughs> hey, look! No secret North Dakota stuff going on in the show. Oh. You know, North Dakota, that's a really cool one. So, <laughs> Jinx, spill it. No, <laughs> and then Ryan comes right in there. No, he's very. <laughs> you are not want to be kicked out of the secret club. So, but it's cool. We're doing a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff in the works. I mean, oh gosh, between Jesse and I and Ryan and the whole the whole crew, uh, we we talk pretty much every day and. Uh, a lot of great stuff is happening, and oh, yeah. uh, it's going to be a blast. It's going to be a lot of fun. It is. It is, and just uh, very cool, very cool. And uh, you know, 
good stuff. We'll 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 talk more about that as it gets a little bit closer. Um, Here's a good plan. Can't you block Ryan for five minutes? <laughs> yes, I can. Ironically, <laughs> yes, I can block him, but he'd shoot me later, so it wouldn't really That's be right. good. Um, so yeah. Um, all right. Uh, hit so, the yeah. other, I just so this ties into the show tonight too. So the other news thing yeah. is. Uh, if anybody hasn't seen Zach's, uh, Sodak Zach, his uh, YouTube this week, and this ties in perfectly to what we're talking about tonight, but, you know, we had that game. We talked about it a while back when it originally came out, Tangled, uh, and it's a fun game that I am not flexible enough to do, but it looks like a lot of fun. I do have a copy of it, and we have it here at the house. Somebody posted a video on TikTok, which went viral, and uh, he got a bunch of orders overnight. A bunch of people found out about it. And if you're not up on TikTok, it sounds like I just said something nasty about his game because it went viral. But we're going to talk about all kinds of social media tonight. But uh, in this case, that's a good thing. Um, So uh, that's great. Uh, Somebody from the Geocache Talk Network has got their game out there and they're they're doing good with the game. It's not a geocaching game, but you know what? He's still a geocacher and put out a game. And it's great to see that publicity getting out there for him. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, go check out his YouTube video. He'll explain everything. I probably butchered it all. Um, But. Angie is going to explain to us what all that means tonight. So um, we were going to do this episode, <laughs> Angie and two old dudes talk about the internet, but we decided that was too vague. So <laughs> we'll, we'll do it to geocaching instead. How about that? Too old. I'll try. Hey, look, I don't feel bad. Look, TikTok. Yeah. You spelled yeah. it right, though, I think. Right? Oh, think that's yeah. Right. Hey, yeah, he did, sure did. Yeah. 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 I, well, no. Took me a while. T I K T O K. Do you get it right? I don't know. It's all one word though. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. So, um, but anyway, go check out Zach's YouTube channel and you'll get the details on that. That's a pretty, that's a pretty big deal for him. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Yep. All right. Let's, um, let's start with blogs because blogs is probably the traditional mm-hmm. uh, social media. I, kind of call it a social media. I guess it really isn't. It's not really social media, I guess. Or Well, is it? It kind of is. I think it fits. It fits. A lot of information are, information are shared. A lot of people have blogs nowadays. Right, right. Does it fit in the social media category if you allow people to talk back? Like, if you have comments on the blog, I think that would count as social media, right? I agree. You have yeah. conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, we just had a new blog post mm-hmm. i'm going to bring that up so we can show that and and you can comment yes thanks to you dak yeah she did a great job yeah now yep yep look at that very cool. Uh, geocaching and event planning with and UDAC did that, uh, and Angie published it. Um, so, uh, did you, yeah, digital marketing, You're right? Sherry's like it's digital marketing. Very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Cash the line says cash, blogging is social media. It's a lo- it's a long form long of social form media. Social, yeah, <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Um, so um, we do have. I assume everybody knows at this point, but maybe not. Uh, you know, we do have um, blog posts, mm-hmm. and Angie has been doing that for for some time now. Oh, there she is, Udak. 
Yeah. Well, everyone should go read this one. Go, go read that one. That is a great one. Mm-hmm. This is. Uh, I'm interested to see where this. I don't know. Do you call it a series or the geocaching and or a well, topic? it kind of like helps you focus maybe a little bit mm-hmm. and share like another side of you. So Udak wrote about event planning and how she does mm-hmm. that in her non-geocaching life, and then how that helps her in her geocaching life. And I think yeah. it would be interesting to hear other people's hobbies outside of geocaching and how they pair that with the ho- geocaching. Yep. Mm-hmm. You've been yeah. In fairness, that could go on forever because you can pretty much pair anything with geocaching. I know. Not that I, you could, but you can, right? Yeah. Get creative. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Angie's been doing our blog post. How long do you think it's been? Do you did you go back and even think about how long? I I just did. Yeah, I think it was about two years. Okay, two years. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really great. Um, on top of everything else she does. <laughs> so, uh, but um, we do appreciate that. And uh, I think, you know, we talked about recently how you're, you get, you're getting um, submit submissions to, to those kind of, it kind of does these weird things where you won't get any and then you'll get a bunch and then you don't get any. Is it kind of one of those it still kind of does that, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, I think it kind of goes with the season to what people are doing and all that stuff. But if you start pestering them, people really start submitting them. So that helps. <laughs> are you we got five this month, guys. That's awesome. Five? Oh, that's, nice. That's a max. So. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. no, that's neat. Um, so this one should generate a bunch. Geocaching and? I think so. I, I mean, I I don't know. I mean, I came up with a list of different ideas, and I feel like I could start bugging people if people don't submit them. Like geocaching and engineering or, you know, art design or mm-hmm. hiking or skiing or, you know, there's a lot. We got a comment from per- uh, Periscope. From, uh... Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Periscope. Yep. Why did I draw a blank there for a second? Anyway. Uh, Jason mentions, he says, um, greetings from WGA, I assume that's West, uh, Washington Geocaching Association. It's a struggle between blogging and social media. Not all cashers use both. True. There's a lot of, um, probably a lot of, um, it's a real mix, I think, of, of people who use different things. That's kind of what we're going to talk about tonight, too, mm-hmm. is, um, in fact, you did, uh, uh, how did your um, your surveys that you did, Angie? You did one. You did some recently last yes. day or two, um, where you were asking people what they used. I thought, did did you learn what you learn from doing those? Well, I think generally speaking, Facebook is pretty high up there. But so, like on Facebook and Twitter, Facebook won. Okay. But on Instagram, Instagram took the cake. Like everybody on Instagram uses Instagram the most. Right. It, for the most part. And then on Facebook, I think it's a it's a pretty good split between Facebook and Instagram, but Twitter was the least. And then on Twitter, I think the people on Twitter use Twitter, but they also use Facebook a lot. Okay. If that makes sense. That is oh. And then there's a bunch of comments. I I thought it was interesting. Like on Facebook I got the most comments and like discussion on the topic compared to like Twitter and Instagram. They just answer the question, you know, they don't 
ever reply very often anyway. Right. Thanks, Jason. Sorry about that. Wisconsin. There you Wisconsin go. Geocaching mm. Association. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Yeah. So um, that is interesting. You know, and then we'll, we'll get into it tonight as far as where all that kind of falls, because I think we do really do have, well, you hear the traditional things of, um, you know, Facebook is, you know, is now for older people and, you know, TikTok are for high schoolers. I mean, is there, are you seeing that there's still that trend within geocachers where you get, a real tr- the the traditional you know twitter people don't really care about what everybody else is doing and they do their own thing or i guess uh, is that something you're seeing in your comments and, and i think if we're talking generally and then just from our own experience because it's really hard to gather information i was trying to gather stuff but just mm-hmm. own experience i feel like Younger people tend to be maybe on Instagram or like TikTok or Snapchat, obviously. Snapchat, and yeah, we got to mention that one too. Older people are probably on Facebook and Twitter. I feel like it's a pretty good mix, but I think the people who use the different platforms are also really different. You know, which one you like more, I think, says a lot about yourself. I'm Not- sorry. I'm sorry, Dave. Well, if it's Karen, it's okay. But <laughs> Dave, it is, you're old now, sir. Sorry. Just wanted to point that out. And if he's on Facebook, so there you go. <laughs> oh, um, <Really> old. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what I would say too, though, and tell me, I I may be way off, right? I, I I know social media a lot, but some of it's professional and some of it's from a different background. I've known I've known the different platforms for years, but I think there's really different content on the different platforms too. So not only do you see a different demographic. Uh, I see. I think a lot of people too in geocaching, even if they're not really active on all the platforms, they've at least been on them enough to see if there's any good geocaching material. But the type and what you use them for is really different from like Facebook to Instagram and and Twitter and and things like that. I agree. <laughs> Albedo, my kids quit using Facebook. They said the old people took it over. Kind of true. I mean, it used to be for college kids, you know, when it first came out. Uh, well, it was only for college kids when it first came out. Yeah, only for college kids. Um, but you know what? It's hard to beat, not to jump ahead, but it's hard to beat some of the group functions that are in Facebook as opposed to some oh. of the other ones, right? So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, I think that's where a geocaching. And this is something you, I think you even saw Angie and correct me if I'm wrong, but it seemed like a lot of people in your, some of your, the, the Facebook poll, they use a lot of the groups, which I think we do too. I mean, at least I do, um, is yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm all over my space, buddy. Go check it out. I'm a lot of singing. A lot of my singing is still on my space. So that was Go. my first thing to get. What's that? First social media thing is MySpace. MySpace Messenger. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, it's still around though, right? MySpace is actually technically still out there, just nobody uses it. Yeah. I don't even know. I, I think it's still out there. Maybe we should bring it back. That's right. That's where we can move. <laughs> no. Okay, you're you're now in charge of MySpace. 
Andy. There was a MySpace type clone for geocaching at one point in the past. <laughs> and it didn't it didn't work. Yeah. Uh, yeah, see, um that's crazy. People mentioned all sorts of ones in the chat room too, but uh, it just seems like at least for, for me and I think many of many geocachers, I think they're really into groups, Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't tend to post much um, on just Facebook general. I tend to run out to a group and look at what people are posting in worldwide geocaching or, or you know, or, you know, we have a patron group and that's fairly active. Geocache talk has a group. If you want to join that. Uh, we have a page too, which is always kind of confusing. Uh, page is public. The group though is private. So we kind of have a little bit of control, I guess, over both. But um, yeah, uh, that's kind of odd. But um, do you think that that's going to still, do you think geocachers still are going to trend that way? You think where, where they keep creating groups and in, in, in like North Dakota has a group. A mm-hmm. Facebook group? Okay. I don't. I mean, I think if you want all the information and to connect with people in your area or when you're traveling or just for fun, I don't know what how else you would do that. And I also think generally, you know, our community is pretty small. So I don't know how you would just randomly come across these people if it wasn't for groups, maybe. You know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. How I, else would I think there is a better way to, if you're going to a new area, like you just said, if you're going to a brand new area, how else would you find the the group? I mean, you could Google it, but not everybody has a lot of people's like, you know, state caching groups are only on Facebook. They don't, they don't waste time with a website. So it's, it would be almost impossible to find it any other way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're right, Sherry. We needed to, is that, ever, I think we, do we for neglect to put Pinterest or notes? I, I put know. it on there. Did you put it? I, thought, I knew it. Well, I, yeah. Since we're, you are Sorry. a social media manager, so I'm glad you did because I completely forgot about Pinterest. I like Pinterest. I just never get on there anymore. I found one thing just really quick before we delve into things. Yeah. Um, okay. I don't know how accurate this is, but I was looking on a lot of different websites at the top platforms, like how you would rank them. And this was as December 31st. So it would go Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, Reddit, Pinterest, Snapchat, and then Twitter. So that's like general, the, how many accounts people have, the amount of accounts on each of those platforms. Oh, but I don't know how that would compare to geocaching. Yeah. So, but I thought it was interesting. I don't think that's probably terribly far off, right? I mean, if you were ranking that for geocaching, that would probably be pretty close to the same. I think so. Um. I wonder how much though Twitter. T- Twitter is kind of odd with with, and I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But Twitter, Twitter for geocachers is interesting. I think because, you know, I try to put out every week, starting on, typically Tuesday or Wednesday, what the next show is going to be, and then I, as you know, you kept you saw it all week too. Um, as I I keep trying to every week or every day, I try to put another tweet out about the upcoming show. And, um, you know, I uh, got on Angie's Instagram and grabbed some of her photos from there, uh, geocache stuff and use that as, as kind of different ones to use and, and trying to 
come at it maybe from different directions. And I used a picture of your, uh, uh, your, your uh, buttons. I thought that was a cool photo. Um, but it's really weird. Cause it's like, I've found that people will, will see it. And I, I can't tell whether, I mean, I, I don't think it's where they don't care. It, uh, the, the interaction is to me is a little bit odd. I don't know. Maybe you can comment on this because I have people who will like things or I will, and we have a lot of people who just sort of, they view it and they move on. And it's like, I kind of almost want them to like it just so that it gets kind of a, 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 you know, cause other people see what other people like. And so I don't know if that's something we can encourage people to do is if you see something on for geocache talk or, you know, for your, for your, uh, you know, your uh, site or, you know, other people's, do we, should we like it to kind of try to help, the situation, you know, help promote or how do we do that? I don't know. Definitely. I've read a lot about this too, but about a year or two ago, I started realizing, okay, so why am I not liking or commenting on people's stuff? Like if you think of something to say, or you like it even a little bit, like you're helping support that person and we're all in this together. So like, say it's a competing blog or podcast. I mean, if you both like both of your things, it'll both help you instead of like, thinking, you know, this is going to sound awful, but I'm just going to be really honest, (laughs) but like geocaching junkie at first, I was like, man, everybody loves all of her stuff. Maybe I won't comment because then maybe it'll help mine, but it's like, that's awful. Like who does that? I mean, it's better to support people and make everyone feel good. And it helps with your engagement. It'll boost your scoring on when people search for geocaching stuff. And it's just, I think it's good for everybody. Look, Udax is jumping into the questions now. (laughs) The difference between engagement, impressions, and replies. And now we're talking about, you know, that really gets us into really the interactions with people and how you post and things like that. But do you want to comment on that or? That's a good one. We'll leave that up for a minute. Yeah, that's good. And I think that'll help a lot of people that that aren't as into the knowledge of, you know, how social media can affect platforms and, and Mm-hmm. And it really make a difference. So, I, I think yeah. those are all Twitter, right, Angie? Um, I think that's Instagram a lot too. I, I think oh, okay. it's all of them. When you look at the analytics, okay, if you have you can look at your tweet analytics. Is that what it's called? Yeah. And then you can also look on your Instagram posts mm-hmm. things. And so impressions is how many people have seen it, and then you want that engagement. So if anybody has one of those business accounts on Instagram, it'll tell you when your account's really been boosted. And that means you're getting good engagement. And that only lasts, I think for the first like 12 or 24 hours on Instagram. So if you see that within the first 24 hours that it's been posted, that's really when the likes and the comments mean a lot because it'll really help boost you up and then it'll help you show up on the top. You know, how if you go on Instagram, you can click a hashtag and it's either the top posts or the recent posts. And right. you want to show up in the top posts because then everybody will see you and that just helps you out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, that That's interesting. So um, something that we're kind of jumping around a little bit, but it, it made me think when you mentioned Instagram, you know, you, you, um, 
you do a lot on Instagram and I think that would be good for people to, you know, if you would let people know, uh, you've helped us. I know, um, um, CFO, right. Mm-hmm. Jeffy, uh, yeah, she's more better on Instagram than I am. She gets on Instagram a lot. Uh, but I guess, uh, talk for a little bit, uh, Angie, about what you think is the best way to handle or to, to use Instagram as a geocacher. I think a lot of people use Instagram for their own personal use. So like you can use it as a diary or like a journal of all the adventures you've gone on a lot. I think the Instagram community is really awesome too, though. So if you ask a question, they usually answer you at least right. one person on your post. Right. And if I look like on my own blog, like looking at the statistics, I get the most views from Facebook and Instagram. So I think Instagram users, if you form a connection, like I feel like I know a lot of people on there that they right. care about what you're doing. So that's interesting. So yeah. So um, so maybe probably the best bet would be uh, we talked about analytics a little bit, and we have kind of jumped around, but that's what you do on the internet, right? When you're doing social media, you're always jumping around. You don't need you don't need long attention span. You just jump around to whatever you like. But if so, we mentioned like the top ones. Maybe if we quickly went through like what you would expect to see on the different platforms that may, we may all have different impressions of that, but mm-hmm. kinda, you know, like we met, I think you mentioned Facebook was the number one, then YouTube and I kind of went down Instagram and yeah, from there. Right. You, you want to just start with Facebook? What, what would you yeah. go to Facebook for to see? What would you expect as a geocache to see on Facebook? We kind of mentioned the groups earlier. Mm-hmm. I think groups and then, you know, if you're supporting a creator of some sort, so podcasts, YouTubers, bloggers. And mm-hmm. then I also think people have their own personal pages. I don't know how popular those are compared to other, you know, like if you were on Facebook with your own personal page versus a blog with your own personal information, mm-hmm. but a lot of people use it for that. And then even like collecting, like there's geocoins and path tag collecting groups. I mean, it's a group, but you can sell your stuff or buy new stuff, or I don't know what people do. I, was on those, but I had to get off of them. It's too tempting. <laughs> right. Oh, well, you know, if you want to, uh, if you want to publish a list of stolen trackables, I mean, that's great for it, right? Yeah, oh, that's yeah. a great reason. Um, oh, I wasn't supposed to talk about what Gary did. Um, <laughs> uh, me. Now, I think groups are the number one thing where there's value for geocaching. You know, there's groups for everything. Uh, puzzle help groups. There's geo art groups. I mean, you can find out, find a group on just about every aspect of geocaching that you can join. Mm-hmm. And um, in the state groups, those are in every single one. If you're trying to meet when you get to an area, they, they're pretty good about that. But outside of groups, I, I don't know what else I have really ever used Facebook. Well, messenger, we use Facebook messenger, but I, uh, I oh, think, messenger, that's, yeah. yeah. But what's weird about messenger is I don't really think about it as being, related to Facebook at all. I mean, we use Facebook messenger quite a bit. I mean, the geocache talk network has one, um, you know, we, we use it for the Mingo planning group. I mean, there's a lot of messenger. Well, a lot of times we have people who are going to come on the show if they're on Facebook, um, you know, Dave and Karen are going to be on, uh, we're going to talk about that, uh, here's, you know, at the end of the show. But, um, if I need to send them a quick note, I won't attend. I won't email them. 
I'll just jump on Facebook Messenger and send them a quick note, and they can respond. So yeah. I've found that Facebook Messenger um, really works well for – but I know some people don't use it. Like uh, they want to do text only, which is fine. I just have to remember that uh, certain people that I know – uh, if I send them a message on Facebook Messenger, like, why the heck won't they respond? It's like, oh yeah, they don't use it, so I got to text them. So I, it's it's one of those weird things. Um, you know, Cash the Line mentioned he said that it's so much to keep track of, and it kind of can be. Uh, yeah, he commented earlier, too much to keep track of. Mm-hmm. I guess would that be our our overall advice tonight? Is just don't get overwhelmed. I guess just use right. the, yeah. use yeah. what you want and forget the rest. Mm-hmm. You know, it does have some value though, right? Like whether you're a huge fan of social media or you get overwhelmed by social media, even Facebook, and you moved on to the other ones yet, but even Facebook, like if you're going to go do a group caching trip, right? Right. You're organizing five or six people and you're going to, you know, 10 people and you're going to go do it. You're going to take a lot of photos and take notes. You can quickly, put together a private group, share all your photos and videos and everything and notes and plans for the trip and maps. And there's really not an easier way to do it than a little private Facebook group. Right. Mm -hmm. We're sharing all that media and everything instantly and along your trip, assuming everybody has Facebook, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A lot of people are getting off of, I mean, they're not using Facebook. I guess the, some of the younger, younger whippersnappers are getting off of Facebook, but Janice, uh, he mentioned about the, uh, Use a messenger to get together every Sunday, mm-hmm. Sunday night. I appreciate yeah. that. It's a creative way to use it, right? And people really get creative with with the platforms. It's not necessarily how they were intended to be used, but that's what they do. Mm-hmm. And we, I like to use it too if I need help on something. You know, I have that connection base with the North Dakota geocachers. So if I seen one of them recently found a cache, I can't find it, or I just like to know a heads up of how hard it is to walk to, like with Sophia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Easy to message. Yeah. So that's nice. We had somebody on Facebook mentioned uh, it's a great way to promote events. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that that's that's different. I mean, it's interesting. Group chat. Oh yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, great to create a group mm-hmm. chat for road road trips with other people. Oh, but yeah. yeah, especially if they're yeah, I mean they're not. If you're just trying to plan and get some some logistics together. I think that's, mm-hmm. that is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Facebook is kind of that basic platform, right? It's one of the older ones. Everybody knows how to use it. There's a lot of things they can do with it. And it's, there's a lot of people that are on it. I mean, a mm-hmm. lot of people that are on it. So mm-hmm. uh, YouTube, Facebook. Oh yeah. Phone a friend. <laughs> Phone yeah. a geocache friend list. Yeah, that's good. Twitter. Um, so we're, we're, we want to go. We want to go to a different one next, Jesse. Where yeah, you so this is one I didn't even. I guess I think Gary put it in the notes too. But YouTube, we kind of lumped this in here. But I guess that's considered social media also. It's really a video platform, right? But I mean, there's comments and you can connect with people and mm-hmm. yeah, people talk to their followers and subscribers and yeah, all that. So it's just a, a large. It's a platform, but it's you know it's it's a big platform. Mm-hmm. And they need our support too over there. I know I was seeing some comments, uh, likes and comments and subscribes. I'll really help them out. Oh, so. yeah, absolutely. And how does it help them out? That, that sounds like a dumb question, but how is it helping them out? I mean, I don't know. 
YouTube that well, I, but I think it helps. Well, I know if you have over a thousand subscribers, you start gaining some income, right? Maybe just a couple cents here and there, but you can run ads. And I guess it, it also helps their reach, right? Like they're promoted more if they have more people. So it can help them get to more people. Sure. Okay. Yeah, they changed. They changed it a few, uh, uh, couple years back where for a while there we had monetized a little and we're getting a few pennies, but um, mm -hmm. they changed it. You had to have a thousand subscribers. We're close. So if you want to subscribe to us, uh, we're 900 something. So we're 900 something. So we're getting close. So uh, yeah, Vince is right. Yeah. 929. No money. No money. Yeah. at 929. Yeah. <laughs> Not, but they changed it. Uh, but you know, I don't know. I think I, I asked Joshua one time about it. And I mean, it, you know, you know, a few bucks always helps, but um, yeah. Um, go ahead. Too really quick. Like, if um, other companies maybe this is like really thinking, but like if other companies and brands see that geocaching is popular, so if they see those posts and they see those videos that are getting lots of likes and comments and things. I'm sure in some way, I mean, they're looking at people for having partnerships or looking at HQ to form a trackable promotion or something like that, you know? That's good. So mm -hmm. the more popularity, and you want more people to know about geocaching too. So it just shows more people, businesses or individuals. I think it'll show up more in their searches. I don't know. That's what I yeah. think. Yeah. No, that's good. And, you know, hopefully it's positive. The more positive videos we can have about YouTube yeah. on YouTube about, geocaching the better right it, it spreads the the good news about geocaching and we can forget about those bomb scares yeah, <laughs> yeah it's something we're going to talk about here in a little bit uh on U youtube or any, any of the any of the video platforms is spoilers we'll talk about that in a little bit so stay mm -hmm. tuned for for that discussion we'll get into that in a little bit but um so we'll yeah. keep through it then right you want to go to the next one so we can keep yeah Okay, how about Instagram then? What would you expect to see? If I'm a geocacher and I want to go on Instagram, what am I going to see on there? I think there is just so many pictures of geocaches. I mean, from anything from a blurry picture of somebody throwing a geocache in front of a camera to like people really taking their time and taking a picture of themselves or with the geocache or at the location, they found the geocache. There's a ton of people on there taking pictures of their geocaching outings. Sure. Mm-hmm. Or people, I guess that's something that we we just did a big one this weekend. Our little motley caching crew gets together three or four times a year, and uh, you know it's it's funny. It's a bunch of guys, and we've all got our cameras out taking photos. We're almost like like you know uh, teenage girls, you know, pose, get a photo, you know. But we don't do it quite like that. But anyway, you uh, did. <laughs> We're too, we're I saw too, you eating that rib. You we're too goofy that with that. Yeah, see, that's, that's, that's a little, that's definitely, uh, you know, staged, I guess. But, um, but we, you know, we'll, um, we do dumb things, but like, uh, there's a couple that were posted. We tend to, we all try to get to a cache and then try to grab the cache before anybody else can see you do it. Step back grab the log, put the log in front of you, out of you. And as everybody else is still looking, you know, then you take a photo. That's the, that's the goal. 
is to get a photo of the logbook with everybody in the background going like this, trying to trying to find the cast. Um, so, but anyway, but yeah. You know what, Gary? I'm going to challenge you on that one then. So I want to see next time you go out, if you can get a live periscope of the same thing. Oh, oh, that would be, yes. It's, and oh, very embarrassing for everybody else that's in it. So Yeah, I got caught this time. Because uh, usually we're always looking to see, you know, because we're all, so we get somewhere and we're looking for a cache. And now we're not only looking for the cache, we're watching everybody else to see if they're pocketing the cache, you know, subtly so that nobody else catches them doing it. But anyway, back to talking about Instagram. So, um, you know what, that's that's more creative uses though so um instagram so what else about instagram that's it's mainly just people posting pictures they'll do some comments too right and the stories i was gonna say you can oh, go right. live and oh, video right. on yeah. the stories or yeah. you can like make a video and then post it later or i don't i haven't tried the what's that tv instagram tv or something yeah. like that okay i don't know how that works I bet cash the line. I know the geocaching vlogger has used it a few times. But. Right. So there's live streaming on there, which I've used a few times. Yeah, I've done that a few times. It, to me, it's not as easy to use as Periscope, which we'll talk about in a minute. But um, I, I, Jesse kind of challenged me to try to do more Instagram just to help, you know, broaden our, you know, where we Yeah. <laughs> And uh, oh, IGTV, that's it. There you go. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, uh, I, I I would tend to though get different people who would like or comment on the Instagram, which makes sense, I guess. That it's not always the same people. So people would comment, like if I would go to a site and talk about a random cash not tell you where, where it was or give a GC or anything, which we'll talk about here in a minute, but um, I would get different people. I tend to get the same people on Periscope, which is fine because I want to give them content as well. Um, but I guess that's something we're seeing, or I guess you probably see that too a lot where you have different groups or you have not the same groups that follow you on different areas of social media, Angie. To a degree, but I think, it would be interesting to know how many people use everything or, you know, how many yeah. people are like, which one, if they use all of them, which one are they interacting with? Right. And, and I know they're different people, but I do know there's a lot of people who are on everything. Mm -hmm. Right. And they seem to interact more on Twitter and Facebook than on Instagram. I think I saw geocacher Ken. He wrote, he said that people like pics on Instagram. Oh Yeah. And they don't read the captions. I feel like, okay, I started Instagram first. So I'm probably a little bit biased because I just fell into that with my geocaching. And that's sure. how I started to get to know people. And I didn't really know any podcasts or vloggers or bloggers or anyone for a really long time. But I feel like when people started using Instagram for geocaching, everyone would comment. Like you would get tons of comments and it was genuine and, you know, fun. But I think over time, there's just so many pictures out there yeah. that they either people don't have the time to comment or they just see the same thing or they're just too busy or I don't know what it is. But yeah, right. Well, just like anything else, it gets saturated, right? Yeah. Start off, it's and it makes new and tons of people get on there. 
Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we mentioned earlier TikTok. Not everybody may know exactly what TikTok is. Can you give us a a basic rundown of it? Very basic. I think people just make funny videos and post them. Maybe like ten seconds. They're short usually. The ones Therapy, that I've seen. Limited time videos. Limited yeah. time. I've got one I can show you guys. Let's let's do that real quick if you don't mind. Who is that guy? Who's that guy? <laughs> Some cool shades. Oh, did I do this right? Hang on a minute. Let me make sure I didn't. Let me. Yeah, be careful what you put on there. <laughs> no, no, I've watched it. I'm good. I didn't show the audio part. Sorry. And this will definitely get into our conversation. Okay. I think. Um, all right. Here we go. Hey, friends. How you doing? Want to see an evil, evil geocache? You know, typical guardrail, checking typical things. Could be fake rock. Could be on the guardrail. Could be in here. That's too easy. Too easy. No, look over here. Wait for it. Wait for it. Oh, there's this little cloth here. Maybe I should move the cloth. Oh my gosh. The hat was evil. Well done. Hey, friends. How so you that's- doing? So if you'll notice, it was just kind of short, sweet. So super fat, short videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's something that is a lot of, uh, a lot of people are using, I don't know. A lot of younger it. folks. Yeah. Those are really young folks. <laughs> right. Yeah. So says, trending challenges and themes are huge. So, I have actually heard that. So I have a, my oldest daughter is in, she's college age and right. they do a lot with TikTok. but it seems like it's somebody will post some kind of challenge, like some kind of dance or some kind of song. Oh yeah. Everybody. A lot of, a lot of dancing, a lot of dancing and singing. There's a chair so one. I wonder if that'll catch on with like any kind of geocaching challenges. Something you could start. Yeah. Probably not starting a new TikTok, <laughs> TikTok party, but, uh, <laughs> Um, other people could. We have some very creative people out there. Um, mm-hmm. Nobody wants to see me dancing anyway close to geocaching, so we could lose everybody. Sherry's uh, uh, coming about high school. You know, uh, one of our one of our MCC cohorts said his his young daughter. Uh, she's she's convinced that she's going to have a uh, career in social media somehow professional social media person because she has a bunch of followers on TikTok and I'm like I don't know I mean maybe she can you know monetize her beautiful singing or something I don't I don't know I mean I don't know there's a lot of people out there that are I mean didn't Perez Hilton kind of become famous just by posting videos of making comments. I mean, it's, you must be speaking to Angie and not me. People can get famous or anything. It seems like. So I mean, how does TikTok then apply to geocaching? Have you seen much or is it just silly, dancey, goofy stuff or is there any geocaching stuff on there too? I think you that's probably there, some people are purely entertainment. I would say from what I can see, I hope it's used positively. That's all. I don't know. I feel like my husband teaches and I know he's in one TikTok and all it says is 
give me that. And he's reaching for the phone because the kid's using his phone. <laughs> and I guess it got a lot of views, but John was mad. John was mad about it. So that's all. Pretty that, funny though. Yeah. <laughs> um, there are some big, oh, there are some big TikTok geocaching users. Hmm. Oh, really? Oh, interesting. I'm, I'm going to have to, I'm kind of curious now. I'm going to have to go look and check it out. You'll have to post something, cash the line. Maybe come up with a list or if you're on there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Show us. Where's going to post it though? Facebook? In geocache time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Facebook page? It's it confusing. You know, I think that uh, would be easiest. Now we are live right now on Twitch, you know, because yeah. we have two or, th- or 300,000 people that watch on Twitch. So I think that's okay. a big deal. Oh, maybe we won't have that many. <laughs> you said two, right? <laughs> I was gonna say, wow! If you get to two, we had one, one recently. Uh, well, but suppose that not every platform fits for everything, right? Yeah, someone has no. to start somewhere, though. Yeah, I know my brothers use Twitch, and it's more for like gaming, right? It's more for they're trying to branch out, I think. But yeah, gamers can make a lot of money. In fact, there's yeah. some people who game, um, and people watch them play games mm-hmm. well spend hours right yeah and i think i think it's twitch that if you have do, can you subscribe to twitch and be like a member and oh, then yeah. like your you can choose each month where to give them that where that money go like you have like mm-hmm. a set of like five dollar allowance or something so you subscribe right. you're a member you get some perks and then you have like a reward mm-hmm. that you can send to somebody we're not quite the millions yet, Sherry. We're getting there. Millions, yeah. We're on our way. We're yeah. They have built into Twitch sort of a Patreon type thing where you can give people money. Um, for I mean, people and people make well. I I, I should qualify. There's a small f- portion of people who make a lot of money on Twitch, mm-hmm. playing games, and people give them money to watch them play games and. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It hasn't become a huge geocaching platform yet. However, it's out there and people like to communicate, so who knows, right? Mm-hmm. Go Something watch it on Twitch. Um, so you have LinkedIn listed in, in your list earlier, but I don't I don't see a lot of overlap between that and geocaching either. I know I've when I first started my blog, I shared a few links and mm-hmm. I had some people that I don't think I'm connected to any other way see it and they commented on it. And maybe, maybe, you know, if you're trying to land a job and they see that you shared something right. geocaching related, maybe you'll connect somehow and you'll Who get the job. Geocacher, right? <laughs> what? Who would want to hire a geocacher? If you're hiring somebody and they're a geocacher, mm-hmm. they got to be much better than the average. Person. <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. Very well-rounded. Of course, you know what they're going to do on their lunch break. So, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so you mentioned a couple other ones. Reddit. Now we know there's tons of geocaching stuff on Reddit. Mm-hmm. I've not done too much on Reddit. I don't understand it. I've tried a few times. I don't know why. Like people post something and then they just comment on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of times. It's basically a discussion group, right? I mean, it's yeah. but it's social. I mean, you absolutely can comment back and forth. It's not like just posting an article. You can comment back and forth, and there's. Uh, subreddits for geocaching and all types of geocaching I've seen on there before, but it's there's a lot of people on Reddit. So when you post something, you may get a thousand answers. 
you may not like all the answers, but you may not like all the answers. Yeah, I feel like Reddit kind of scares me, I guess. Yeah. That community, I don't know. I've just heard mean things. Since we're talking about forums, should we mention the geocaching forum? Probably. That's probably one of the big ones, right? Yeah. Do you guys use it? Is it? No. No. You don't go on there? Did you used to, like when you first started? It's, It's like the Reddit of geocaching. You know, I went on there originally, and there's some really good information on there. There is. And I think they've done a really good job in the last several years of policing that a little better. But when I first went on it, when I first started geocaching, you would have thought, I don't know, it was, they were not as friendly. Let's say there were some unfriendly people on there. But, you know, I have checked back on it every once in a while. I search something. And I don't think that's the same as it used to be. So I really should give it another chance. Yeah. People were brutal on there. Yeah, it was pretty rough for a while. I mean, they were just downright mean to everybody. And that's why, like you said, Jesse, both both of us just kind of gave up and moved on because just yeah. don't need that kind there, of negativity. I've read a few geocaching books, and one of them, I know she stopped geocaching for, like, years because of what someone said to her on a forum. Oh, that's She, like, wrote no. it in her – she had a blog. I don't know. I was probably being kind of weird, stalkery. <laughs> but she posted it on, in her book, and then I was, like, looking up stuff. But – that's so mean. I don't know why people gotta be mean. Like, you know, so some people are just mean. So, and you know, it, that's if if you're one of those that is extremely impressionable or doesn't ever want anything bad to say, social media pick the right platform, right? I would definitely say don't don't open yourself up. But uh, yeah. so, but to to continue moving on, Pinterest. If I was a geocacher, what would I find on Pinterest? Pinterest is great for sharing ideas for creative caching. I think caches. Um, I think IB geocaching. He has mm-hmm. quite the profile on Pinterest. Right. I used to use it a lot more, but it not as often. I think like you can Google like swag items. It, wasn't it? Isn't yeah. it? Cash Canada's in there, and he's looking. What is that hashtag he's doing? No, no, that was Neil Moore. Sorry. The Neil. make geocache. Oh yeah, swag great again or something. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, if you go on Pinterest, you could come up with great ideas for what kind of personal swag you could come up with. Yeah. DIYs. Yeah, I've definitely been on Pinterest before to look like type in creative caches, and there's all kinds of stuff on it. Like if you type in gadget cache or creative cache on Pinterest, there's mm-hmm. like pages and pages of, of information. So I, I love Pin, I love Pinterest for puzzle caches because you can find a lot. In fact, I've I've created a, a pin to a board. Is that what I'm doing? Uh-huh. Sure with the how about that? That's me, boy. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm into it now. I haven't been on there in gosh knows how long now. I need to get back on there because what I did was I've I kind of gathered up as they as you do in in Pinterest is I gathered up all these mm-hmm. uh, puzzle cache. Uh, ideas or like languages that I'd never heard of. And I thought, Oh, you know, I could use this obscure language as part of a puzzle cache. So that's why I was doing those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. There's a lot of information on there. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So uh, Snapchat, everybody's heard of Snapchat. You know, it's the, the messaging app. Do you guys have Snapchat? No. 
No. Um, <laughs> well, my phone does this neat thing called text. I think it works yeah. the same. So. <laughs> but you don't share your face. You can like share a funny face. Videos <laughs> and pictures and text. I'm pretty sure mine has that on it. There's yeah. face. Um, is that FaceTime? No, that's something different. Just kidding. Um, no. So, what would the Snapchat use be for geocaching? Is there one? I, Kids? To me personally, I feel like it's a little more personal. I don't know why. I just feel like it is. But you could use it while you go out geocaching and make video uh, snaps and stuff. But it isn't it linked to your cell phone number? So, ooh, that's not good. Or not? Like, I hope that was rhetorical. What? <laughs> I said, I hope that was a rhetorical question because I don't think Gary would answer that one. True. If you don't have it, but I just feel like I don't know how you would have a Snapchat account just for geocaching. I would want, I like to separate my personal and my geocaching, I guess. I mean, I think it's more of a communication platform and there's not, because it disappears, right? I mean, the design of the platform is that you can send a message and it disappears after a short period of time. So, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know a lot, but you know what? Maybe somebody out there has found a way to use geocaching, you know, tied into it. And I'd love to hear about it. I know eat, sleep, cash, repeat had it for a while. She was promoting hers for geocaching. Then she needs to guess what I don't she know if she's still doing it though. Well, then maybe it doesn't work. I don't know. <laughs> but, I don't know. Um, okay. What about obviously Twitter? We've talked about Twitter many times. Mm-hmm. And um, I know specifically the U S geocaching hour and the UK geocaching hour they found a really creative way to do that. But Twitter slash um, Periscope, there's a lot of geocaching on there, right? So what would I expect to find as a geocacher if I was going to do that? For Twitter and Periscope? Yeah. I mean, Periscope Twitter. is videos. We've seen a lot of those, right? But what about the Twitter side? Besides like US geocaching hour, what else could I find on there? Um, I think you can find a lot of posts, like picture posts, like similar to Instagram. I think people use it. They post mm-hmm. Instagram and Twitter. And then also just, I think Twitter is really good for sharing links, like links to videos or blogs or podcasts. Okay. Um, those are, and then I think the tweet chats are cool. So is there any other ones that we haven't mentioned? I think that's the main platform, right? That was, that was all the ones I think that you mentioned on your list. I think so. Look at that family. Oh, are they cute? Oh, Aww. oh there they are. <laughs> the cutest. Look at those little ones. Um, what's interesting, I we didn't really is do do most people use Twitter? Well, in the geocaching community, in the non-geocaching community, I know people who that is their that's the go-to for their news is Twitter, which is I mean amazing. I mean, I don't really. But go ahead. No, I agree. I feel like I'll be honest. Like I like to separate geocaching from pretty much everything else. So like if you're posting a lot about politics or something, sorry guys, yeah. <laughs> probably not going to last following you. Like I, I don't know. I just, I guess yeah, a lot of people the... post pol- political stuff on Twitter compared yeah. to other stuff. Oh yeah. I just, I, I can't tell how many people I block. <laughs> yeah, I, my my most of my time on Twitter is just blocking people. I think that maybe I spend too much time. <laughs> I block a lot of people on Instagram. There's oh, a lot you? of spam accounts. I don't like them following me. Right, I don't blame you. And there was a while there on Instagram where there was a lot of like robot accounts. Not to like get off topic, but no, they were like right. stealing pictures, and people are oh. getting really upset. But yeah, 
You can block people. That's a good thing about uh, social media. And that gets into something that we won't be able to touch on this show. But I mean, you know, you do have to keep in mind that we're kind of Internet's been around for a long time. Social media has been around for a while now, now, but some of the laws haven't caught up. So you got to kind of be careful what you're sharing. We're going to kind of get into that topic in a minute. But yeah, once you kind of put stuff out there, it's kind of hard to get it back. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like you said, people were taking photos and sharing them as their own and and doing something like that. But uh, uh, I think you got to kind of know that once you just like a trackable, right? Once you put it out there, good things could happen or somebody could just Mm -hmm. take it out. You know, somebody, mm-hmm. can their, you know, keep it as their own. And, uh, and I think that's that's just part of what you kind of have to know when you're putting stuff out there like that. It'll be in the show notes. Yep. So we'll be in the show notes. So we'll, you know, kind of what we've all we talked about, this is going to be in the show notes for I know we're kind of jumping around and going to everything. And we want to still hit some kind of etiquette, geocaching etiquette on social media before we before we wrap up. But yeah. uh there's a lot out there and geocaching is pretty much in every part of it, right? Yeah. One other thing, Twitter, I saw that in the comments kind of reminded me, Twitter is great for when HQ is down, when geocaching is down, that's where they post all their updates. So if the app isn't working for you, go to Twitter right away and usually they'll tell you what's going on. Oh, And it's like that for a lot of platforms. Like when Instagram's not working, I always go to Twitter and they are posting about why Instagram's down or when it should be back up. Oh, cool. So that's good. Yeah. I mean, you know, because if it's down, how else? Good to know. Yeah, you won't know. Um, there's also the last one we won't we won't talk about tonight, but there's a new one that came out. I don't know if y'all saw this on a Super Bowl commercial. Quibi. Q U I B I. So I don't know if geocachers are gonna jump in and do some Quibi. What is Quibi? Quibi is um ten minutes or less. Like a movie or a video? Yeah, so it's like extended. Instead of doing, um, instead of a YouTube video where you could go, you know, for quite a while, obviously we did eight hours. You can go eight hours on YouTube. Or you could, or, or instead of the ones that are really, really short, you could do 10 minutes or less. So they're kind of like mini shows i guess you could create but so keep keep an eye out for quibi maybe some geocacher will start doing i i I think we've and we've kind of touched on this a little bit um quibi yeah is is was mentioned on the you know they spent a lot of money obviously they spent a ton of money uh for a super bowl commercial uh quibi yeah um 10 minute shows there, there could definitely be a use for that for geocaching yeah. yeah. Now we have talked before, though, that most vloggers with a V, they tend to stay their sweet spot, I guess, is about six minutes for a video. And that's yeah. kind of what people, which is amazing. We don't have the attention span to go past six minutes. But, uh, um, I, you know, I don't know if 10 minutes may be, I don't know. Um, so. But, you know, there'll always be new platforms that show up and some of the old ones that stay around, but we've seen many come and go, right? There's been other live video platforms and Vine was around. Vine. What was it? A- uh, Meerkat was one for a while. And Meerkat, yep. We that talked- was the predecessor to Periscope. Uh, Periscope. And there's been a bunch of those. They'll come and go, but I mean, really, uh, and 
you know, privacy is an issue that was just mentioned in the chat room. And yeah. once you put things out there, they're out there. Um, but specifically as it relates to geocaching, there's probably some rules that we should follow. I mean, I say just show everything. You know, <laughs> you should have got there first. Tough yeah. luck, right? Tough luck. Yeah, sorry, you should have beat me there. No, I, get, some people get that through. I feel like for first to finds or like really special things or like like something that's related to the holiday or season or whatever. I like to wait a little bit longer to post. Generally right. speaking, I try to, and then, but I feel like generally. Just don't be on social media if you don't want to see spoilers. Mm. That's what you're saying. Is that where you're going? I don't know if that's where you're going. On the same page. She yep. just said it. She said tough stuff. That's a good point. I'll be there. I don't like uh, either one of y'all now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no uh, spoilers. Well, poor, poor adventure with Dan. You're familiar with old Dan. Uh, great guy. Um, he tells the story about where he almost got into. I mean. Not that he would, but somebody was like ready to fight him one time because they he had done a video and you know they freaked out because you know he had I guess he'd spoiled it. Yeah, I mean, cash lines spoilers are a touchy thing, man. They are started losing people when we brought that up. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, here's what I would say about that. I'm kind of on Angie's side on this one. Um. First of all, don't get so mad about a game that you want to fight somebody. So right. get over yourself for that. It's just a game. Yeah. Second right. of all, you are putting those things out in public. So if you don't want them to be pictured, you know, or videoed or whatever else, you really have to know that it's in the public. Now, is it nice to do and spoil somebody's puzzle? No, it's not. But it's also in the public. So yeah. you kind of shouldn't, you should not do spoilers. Having said that, you really can't stop anybody, right? I mean, what are you gonna do? So there's nothing you can do. But, right. But hey, etiquette. You know that the tree that's in the public park. Oh, yeah, that'll go somewhere. <laughs> yeah. For like gadget caches and those type, you know, where you need to solve a puzzle or you need to like put some work into it. I'm not gonna show people how to do that. You know, right. that's just me. It's like I had to work a little bit extra for that one. But right. like just taking a picture of it even like not showing any answers or anything or not right. showing the GC code. It's like, right. just don't be on social media. This, yeah. Or right. you know, don't place hides. I don't know how you're getting around that. Yeah. Cause like you said, for Instagram, uh, I could see where you just post a picture of it because it's in the, anybody can view it, you know, for the most part, unless it's a hidden cache that nobody knew was there. Kind of like what Josh did with TikTok. Um, you know, but he didn't post, he, he didn't, you know, he didn't post uh, a GC. He didn't tell where he was. Whenever I've done a video or anything like that, um, Periscope, uh, I don't give you GC codes. I don't tell you exactly where I'm at. I mean, you can sort of assume I'm probably in the DFW area because, you know, unless I'm, you know, unless you know that I'm not for whatever reason, if I'm at an event, but I, I, I kind of, I kind of see a little bit of the point, but I kind of don't. But I, I mean, I, I think all of us should be, how to put it. I could just be, I kind of go a little bit against what Jesse's saying. The fact that I, I think it's better to err maybe on the side of not spoiling 
maybe the maybe the spoiling the information to that would spoil somebody's fun at a particular cache. Right. I guess maybe they'll put it. Um, sometimes what Joshua will do is he'll hide the code so that you don't know the code if you were to go to that cache. Mm-hmm. Um, which I kind of, I mean, I appreciate that. Although, you know, he's in Germany. If if I'm keeping track of a code that he did in Hanover, you know, then there's probably something else, probably something wrong with me or <laughs> that I'm My, that concerned. I agree with that, except, <laughs> so it's nice to not spoil somebody's stuff, but at the same time, you cannot get that that crazy about it because, you know, it's a, it's not a private game. There's right. very few that are private. I mean, if you showed somebody, you know, you said GC one, two, three, four, and it's a mystery, and here's where it is. It's at one, two, three Main Street. Now that's just mean, right? Right. You do that. But if you're searching through social media and everything else, you're subject to spoilers. And that stuff is in the public. There's, mm-hmm. you know, you shouldn't intentionally try to spoil people's caches. And I'm sure there's I'm not even gonna look for it because I don't want to see it, but I'm sure there's channels out there where people yeah. intentionally spoil geocaches. Yeah, that's mean. But at the same time, don't get so crazy, you know, that you, it, yeah, you can't be, you're in public. It's in public. You, what are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. That's like people getting mad about somebody taking their picture in public. Guess what? You're outside. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like the paparazzi, right? They follow people around, take pictures of <laughs> celebrities and stuff. Well, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't get that excited about it. I like the other comment. Is this, somebody put this from their Instagram. Question from Hoffer15 on Instagram. Yeah. It's interesting. I never thought about this. So this is a good question, uh, Angie, that you've got put in the show notes. Do you and others on Geocache Talk and social media find it awkward when people meet you and they truly feel like you're good friends and you've never met them because we read, listen, follow? We feel like we all, we have all always known you guys. I think it's awesome. So... You know, we've talked about this many times, and I don't want to do the same thing we've always said, but we get to communicate with a lot of people, luckily, because of the platform we have here in right. the action world, right? Like, mm-hmm. luckily, that's still a small group, right? It's not like you're being a celebrity, which would be the worst thing ever. Right. You, know, you can't go outside. You can't take – your people are taking pictures of your baby and stuff. That would yeah. be cool. But we're in a smaller group, and we've talked to people just like this chat room alone. We get to talk to these people and then we show up at a mega and we get to meet people that we've only chatted with online. For me, every time that is the coolest part of a mega. Yes. Every single time. Now, yeah, there's the opportunity that somebody could be weird that you've been talking to online. All of a sudden they show up and, you know, I don't know, kidnap you or something. But Worst case scenario. Worst case scenario. Kidnapping. I have a trunk of my car. Look real close. But you know what? Cashers are cool and they're they're friendly and they have that spirit of adventure. And when you finally get to meet them, I think it's really neat. So I agree. I take that approach to it. But I guess there could be a you know, weird serial killer out there or something. I don't know. But Well, I'm sure there's yeah. plenty of those. We just gave an idea. Now there's going to be one. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, I agree. Uh, from my perspective, I'm kind of the same way, Jesse, is that we don't in the regular life, nobody's going to come up and say, you know, Hey, I saw you on geocache talk, you know, I, at least we haven't had one of those yet, but if we're in an event or we're somewhere where geocachers are, uh, I really like it. And I, I think it's a neat way. Uh, and again, it, it, I always look at it as it's not me. It's more 
my opportunity, you know, and you know this, I've always, I've always said this about uh, why I created the podcast and everything was, is to really give the platform Mm -hmm. to everyone else. I'm just here to kind of facilitate, you know, um, I want people to go follow what Angie's doing and and read her blogs and all that, you know, so um, of course she's part of the network. So it's a little bit different on the fact that she's part of the team that's doing the same thing. You know, she is providing other people like UDAC. UDAC has um, has an opportunity that we're trying to provide, and Angie's providing through the blog for UDAC to provide information. So, I guess in a, in a way, you know, we don't see it as you know, hey, you know, come make sure you come back, come by and see me because you know I'm a podcaster. You know, check it out. <laughs> I, I never think you know i never see it that way because it's not it, it you know it's it, i don't think we see ourselves that way i guess jesse and i don't but no you know what though i've i've met people that have seen you know the podcast or other stuff that i didn't expect to meet um but i meet more people from wearing a geocaching shirt somewhere yeah and uh they're like oh are you a geocacher um now you know because I'm a smart aleck. I like to say, no, what is, what is geocaching? <laughs> no, I just got this shirt for free. No. Um, I, but have you ever had one of those experiences and it not be great? I, I think those are always really good experiences. Like yeah. I'm a geocacher and, and you just instantly have stories to share and stuff like that. So, you know, if you were in some communities and, and podcasting and social media uh, about some things like politics or whatever else, I'd be afraid to meet some of those people. Yeah. yeah. People are really, you know, me. <laughs> no, it's always been great. Go ahead, Angie. I think for me, like meeting people in person, I feel like I'm a lot more outspoken online because I'm pretty shy in real life. And so meeting people, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like they have an idea of who you are kind of, and you're not always exactly the same. If that makes yeah. sense. Yes. So that's the only thing, maybe kind of awkward just because I'm kind of awkward. I think in real life that I might not be portrayed as much. I don't know. I don't know how I'm portrayed on social media, but I, I think I talk that, more online yeah. than I probably do in person. Right. <laughs> but it's interesting that, you know, that's something you've, you've always mentioned. I think that it, it does give people opportunities. And that, somebody mentioned that when we were at, they were going to come to Geo Woodstock and they're like, I really don't feel comfortable going to an event of even greater than four people. You know, it's like, I, well, I understand, but try to branch it, you know, come to the event. And, you know, I even told him, I said, if you don't feel comfortable around, you know, a thousand people, whatever, just can't come hang out at our booth. I mean, there's Jesse and I, and, you know, maybe, you know, our wives and mm-hmm. uh, you know, once in a while, somebody will come by and say something. So I was like, I gave people that, you know, I, I want people to feel comfortable um, if they're in a situation where they're not as comfortable. I thought that was really interesting this year when I, I wrote about resolutions and I was asking across platforms, you know, what were some of people's resolutions or goals for the year? And a lot of people were say, attend my first event. And I was like, wow, what? <laughs> like I'm shy, but I, I'm so glad I started going to events. Like it was, it was tough the first couple but they're invaluable i mean and you meet so many great people so yeah that's a good goal if you guys out there you haven't gone to an event 
Absolutely. Make that a goal. For Push the yourself. Yeah. Events are probably at least in the top of the coolest parts of the game. Yeah. Geocache can is a good point. And I think, I think for all of us, that's very true. Yeah. Uh, that you just be yourself, you know, and this is, you know, that's what we, we've talked about before is that we don't put on voices. We don't, um, uh, we are who we are, and we're just trying to provide some entertainment, some education, uh, information, whatever people get out of geocache talk, uh, yeah. hopefully many different things. Not me. I don't even geocache. I just pretend for the show. <laughs> that is <laughs> I've never been. really not true. Yeah, go climb that mountain over there. <laughs> I right. did it. I did it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, J- Jesse's one that uh, – yeah, the, we don't fool. We're not, we're not. I mean, I, I, I guess if you're a podcaster and you don't geocache, are you really a geocaching podcaster person? I don't know. I mean, we go out and do now. How much we geocache kind of always varies, um, but. I think we were showing that uh, a fake tattoo. That's funny. Which, uh, yeah. Yes, it's it's marker. Um, <laughs> marker. Yeah, you know that brings up a good point though. Like how, especially for people that are really involved with the uh, social media and geocaching aspect of it, you know that that can definitely affect how you geocache too. Mm-hmm. That was my question for you guys. Do you think social media? Especially, I mean, and having a show, does that affect you and how you geocache? Ooh. What do you think affects you more, having the podcast or having, like, using social media? Or does neither of you, not, neither of it affect you at all? Um, I would say that's changed over time, right? Like, when I first, now, because uh, I have one daughter that's in college that helps us a lot with social media, and I have one daughter that's just turning 13 right now who doesn't know as much about social media, but she loves photography. Um, Mm. And then my wife, she's all over social media. She's, she's good at it. Um, So I'm the dummy in the room when it always comes to it. So that part doesn't affect me as much. Um, I use social media work. So I know all the platforms, but not what people like right Mm. on social media. Um, The podcast, that's something we do regularly, but for Gary and I, we're always, it, it affects every aspect of geocaching, for us, even though we don't show on the show, because we want to make sure we're providing information, but not just a news show. We want to provide something that's valuable for people. So we get out and other geolocation games too, right? Gary and I both are the first time something comes out, we want to get the information out there. If it's, if it's important or try something brand new so we can relate to something on the show. So I would say the podcast for me, and I don't want to speak for Gary affects how I geocache more because I, even more than before, I want to have the full experience of everything in geocaching so I can make sure to be able to share that information and be able to relate to whoever we we communicate with or come in contact with for the podcast. Yeah, you know, to talk about geolocations, somebody we were talking about the other day about Munzee and that I don't really Munzee anymore, but we gave it a shot and we, we talked about it. I know people got upset. I was like, no reason to get upset. I mean, we're... To, you know, we, we did a couple shows about it, but I mean, that's, I mean, people were like downright mad about it. It's like, well, if you have a problem with us talking about it's, it, it it's, and I guess it'll have the thickest of skin because I've had people say, well, I tried geocache talk, but they are way too 
on whatever it happened to be. I think they were mad because, you know, we were, we wouldn't stay on a topic. And it's like, I think we stay on topic pretty well. I mean, we stay on topic sometimes more than, than some shows do. And yeah, but you know what? That's, that's a it's good thing for everyone. Sure. Yeah. It's like, it's like social media. Not everything is going to be for everyone. You know, somebody may get on Facebook and they can't find any good information they like. They may, you know, we have a lot of fun with this podcast and there's tons of people that we meet with regularly, but it may not be everybody's style. Just the same as like if we're running an Instagram channel, they may hate mm-hmm. what we do, right? But that's the good thing. There's so many other things out there that there's so many choices, you know, yeah. it's, you mm-hmm. should be open to all the different experiences, especially in a game like geocaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we really, we we really work hard at, doing several things. One is obviously being, try to be somewhat entertaining and, and, and informative in the conversations. Um, we tend to stay on a topic, which I, I'm surprised people mentioned that we didn't. Uh, we, we will work around a topic, <laughs> but we'll, and we'll hit it from different angles, but we don't really, we don't get into weather. We don't get into politics. We don't get into religion. We don't get into, I mean, we really stay, we stay on focus, uh, you know, uh, and we have some fun with it. I mean, we, we kind of goof, goof around a little bit, but we really, um, the, the point of pretty much the people we have on is for, for, you know, they're experts. They know what they're talking about. They understand what they're doing. Um, you know, so there's, there's reasons. Oh, thanks. You Dak. That's why I'm a patron. You know, that's, um yeah so you know that's that's very true um yeah we always look for new topics you know we've got a lot of a lot of of interesting stuff coming up and i think that's that's the work we put into it you know that's the thing that we really uh spend a lot of time and focus on is getting the right information and we're not doing the same kind of show every week, or we're not re we're not, we're not doing a topic that we just did a few months ago. Again, we were really just now work very hard to tackle topics, but move on to another topic and not really go back to talking about, I mean, we don't talk about GPSRs because we don't use them. I mean, you know, I don't know. We're trying to give yeah. an example. We don't talk about waymarking for the fifth time because that's not what we're going to do. So <laughs> give it a drink. That's right. <laughs> if you, it, That's for another show. And uh, so, you know, we, we've got a lot of cool stuff, and this is kind of where as we start to wrap up tonight. Something that we're um, – we're really excited about. We have some really cool shows coming up that I'll mention in a moment, but I'll get to that in a moment. Let's get to everybody else as we kind of start to wrap up. I guess if everybody wants to final thoughts, I guess, right. Angie, you want to go first? Um, I think generally speaking, social media is a good thing. I think you have to find the right balance between, you know, being in the moment and capturing the moment, if that's your thing. So, you know, if you're going to use it like Instagram, for example, I like to plan ahead and know, okay, I want to take one picture or like, I'm going to be passing this one place. I want to make sure I take a picture of that and then put your phone away 
because right. I think geocaching, sometimes we have all these different platforms, all these different ways that we connect with people. And even though that's awesome, you have to find a way to like just really experience geocaching because that is what we like. That right. is our hobby. So don't let social media bog you down. Just pick your favorites and use them. Oh, that's good. I think. That's very good. Yeah, you next said don't be afraid of social media. Yeah. yeah. I, I was going to say almost the exact same thing as she just said. Okay, you're done then. Moving on. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Go ahead. Um, so I would say there's, you know, even in this chat room right here, and there's tons of more people that listen, of course, but um, there's some really talented people out there that are sharing some really good information on social media and on YouTube. You know, well, we consider YouTube social media, but right. all the platforms out there. Um, and if you're one of those people, that's great because you're adding value, you're spreading good videos, you're showing people that there's good things, you know, to to it. But just like she said, don't don't let it become the reason. I don't know, not don't let it become more important than geocaching is what I would say. Yes, find good content, but you know, every once in a while, step away from it, come back, do it later. Um, because I think we sometimes get caught up in all the things and we forget about how much fun geocaching is. So don't, don't let it overtake you, but use it for what it is, a positive part of it. And, you know, like the, the person we mentioned earlier, don't get, don't get so excited or mad. And you see people really with some negative attitudes out there on social media. And I think they're missing the point of geocaching. It's supposed to be fun. So right. for the positive stuff, don't let it overtake your geocaching and don't get upset. It's a game. Have fun with it. So, um, and you know, be nice to people. Don't yeah, exactly. be nice. Support each other. Geocaching, represent it well. Yeah. My final thought on that, that subject as well is that focus on the, the ones that are positive mm -hmm. and ignore the ones that are negative. I mean, that's really, um, you know, seeing the different people in there, you know, cash the line, cash Canada, uh, you know, the Baker six clan, I can go on and on Joshua, you know, give them the focus and forget the ones on social media that are, you know, we had some, Jesse and I talked about before when we first started the show, we had a few people who, sent a lot of negative comments about, you know, Oh, the video or the audio was a little, little bit, a little bit bad this week. It's like, well, we don't have the, you know, we're not, we didn't spend a billion dollars on equipment. So we're, we're here to entertain. We're not here. You know, we're not trying to, you know, make it uh, uh, perfect. Our focus is on the content. And I, I think that there's, there's people out there that want to, look for negatives. They're always looking for something negative. Mm -hmm. Somebody posted a picture of Mingo. Oh my gosh. You know, it's only been out there for 20 years. almost. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, and so I, there's not enough time in my life for, for the negative people. They can just move on. And if they don't like, you know, it's, it's, you know, we, we, we love adding people to the show, but Jesse, I've always said if if you have a problem, that, you know, there's there's some other shows out there. You know, yeah. we can't be the best thing for everybody. Start your own. Start See your how own. It is yeah. Oh yeah. The other side. They don't want to do that because then they they'll be they'll be the ones that are you know. Yeah. Just focus on the positive parts. That's a big thing with social media. There's a lot of great, and I know we went over a lot tonight. We went over a lot of great information. Yeah. 
Focus on the positives. Don't get Focus caught up on the negatives. Focus on the positive part. Absolutely. And and give give love to those that are that do the positives. So and send in more blog posts. More blog posts. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Actually, not this not this month, right? <laughs> right, Andy. Wait you a can month take a break. It. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Coming up in the summer. There you go. Yeah. Keep them. Yeah, keep a steady stream of them. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, this week on Wednesday, we will get another geocaching with kids episode number two. So we're excited about that. Um, Baker Six Clan has um, put together the next monthly podcast for geocaching with kids. Really looking forward to that. Um, next Sunday, show one eighty five. We've got on. Some friends from the north. We have a lot of friends up in the north, but we have on Dave and Karen. We'll be on from Cash Canada talking about earth caches. Exciting, right, Jesse? Earth caches. I think he's it's frozen. Not, he's not excited anymore. Frozen in shock. Excited. We're going to kick him out because he's not, <laughs> not excited anymore. Is he, is he back? Nope. No, he's not back. Oh, well. I kid him about it. He He's actually, Jesse's one of the better people about. Um, um there he is he's kind of there you are you're kind of back sort of uh jesse's really good actually at at um providing uh um how to do how to create earth caches so mm-hmm. but yeah we're taking a different approach to it dave and karen are going to give us some great stuff um about um their perspective on earth caches which is different i think it's interesting mm-hmm. i love hearing different people's perspective on you know the different aspects of the show. Um, so, oh yeah. Uh, behind, so the, um, yeah, this is going to be great. Uh, having, um, he's back. He's back. Let me bring, there you are. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Woo, what's going on? Please go chairs. Um, yeah, cash is cause that was, maybe that was my computer just saying earth caches are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, we're going to talk about Earth Caches, Earth Cache Fizzy Grids. We're going to talk about the Earth Cache Fizzy Grid, which is kind of interesting. That's a different approach, right? You, you. I was. I have a question for them too about Montana. There's some first defyings over there, Earth Caches that are really high DTs, and I was wondering if they'd seen those. Oh wow! They're like old, like 2012, I think, or something. So Have they never been found. No, there's a couple that haven't. And I was like, interesting. Maybe they'll head down. Jesse's like, Ooh. we could all meet up and do them together. Yeah, <laughs> there's more. There's for there are some high DT earth caches out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting. I mean, I've never, you know, we, we, but there's a lot to talk about, uh, about geocaching. And I look forward to their perspective on earth caches because I like watching their vlogs when they're talking about or showing earth caches because I, I think those really lend themselves to great vlogs. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll talk about, we'll talk about that next week. So, yeah. and then, um, geocache talk presents on two nineteen. Um, this is, uh, Jesse's Jesse's time. We're going back and forth. So we're every other month. Um, I'm doing the geocache talk presents Jesse's. This will be his first one of the geocache talk presents. Mm-hmm. We'll be provided in a week from Wednesday. And then, um, in, uh, two weeks on, uh, February twenty third, we've got we had to reschedule, but he's he'll he's back, ready to go. Talk about geocaching twenty twenty. Uh, Brian Roth, 
president of geocaching.com will be on and we're going to grill him with massive questions. No, we're not, but we are going to try to pick his brain and try to get him to say things that, uh, he wants to keep secret. No, (laughs) no, we're going to talk about geocaching in 2020 and, uh, just what, you know, get his perspective and his take on, um, what is going on at HQ and what, you know, we obviously we probably won't get all his plans, but just kind of get perspective. And I, mm-hmm. I think it's fun. Uh, Brian's always very good, uh, f- you know, to come on the show and, and to be, be uh, candid and, and answer our questions and, and just talk about it. He's, he's a, a true geocacher, uh, not just a president of a, of a company. So um, that's, that's really neat. So looking forward to those. And um, then gadget talk. Been mentioned that in 225, and uh, you know, in a in a, a, a few weeks, we'll have gadget talk. Get out there and buy your a few parts. They're not very expensive for this one. Um, Jesse, you're in the process of getting the yep. parts, right? For gadget well, talk, it's not very hard. They're on Amazon, so you just <laughs> on the numbers and everything. I just type them in and put it in my cart, and now they show up. It's magic, right? He's not only the president; he's, he's also the president. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. So gadget talk really, really excited. Had a lot of good feedback on gadget talk. Uh, I think adding now f- up to four podcasts uh, of varying types and two of them are live, two of them are not. I, I think it's kind of been a, a good choice, uh, uh, Jesse, to that we've put those together, I think, don't you think? Yeah, it is. And not only that, I'm, I think I'm excited about all the projects, but one of the things with the gadget talk that I want to do is I want to, it's kind of a pledge or a challenge to myself. I want to build every single one that he does and put every single one out. Right. Or every gadget cache that we build on that gadget or creative cache. Cause he's got some ones that, you know, yeah. Loose definition. Right. But right. I'm going to try to build every single one of them and put them out in my area. So cool. I think that I know it's over a period of time, but that kind of inspires me for 2020 to put out some really creative caches. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Very cool. Well, Angie, thanks so much for coming on and uh, you know giving us great feedback. And uh, it's always great to have folks on from the network. And uh, mm-hmm. thanks for doing, having me. You're doing a fabulous job. And uh, keep those Instagram, Facebook, so forth, because it's always fun to see where you're taking the kiddos geocaching and making the hubby come along too. dragging them (laughs) you're dragging them out of the muggle world yeah so that's great all right thanks everybody and we'll be back in one second folks we hope you've enjoyed the show tonight as well as our new format please email us your comments at geocachetalk at gmail.com don't forget to follow us on twitter instagram and facebook the show can be found on apple Podcasts, stitcher radio public or spotify as well as at the geocache talk website don't forget to click that subscribe button below and ring that bell notification so that you can see and hear the show on a weekly basis and tell your friends about the show get them involved with us in the chat room and until next week don't just talk about geocaching go geocaching we go. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.